There's a lot of phlegm in that intro. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, I'm Gilbert Gottfried. (laughs) And I'm here with Frank. Lord. (laughs) Santo Padre. I'm catching it. It is cold and, and flu season. And this is Gilbert Gottfried. Uh, now, fuck me again. This is Gilbert and Frank's colossal obsessions. And, you know, if you speak to any current rock musician uh-huh. on who their greatest influence was, it's the old blind black uh, blues singer, Paul Raybone. <laughs> I wondered where you were going with that. It's not Blind Lemon Jefferson? <laughs> yeah. It's well, Paul we Raybone. <laughs> yeah, Paul Raybone. And and uh, he's 175 today, <laughs> yeah. but he still was uh, happy to come. I got to say, Paul, is uh, he's on the mend. He just had, you don't mind my telling the folks, you just yeah. had some minor surgery. That's right. And you come in here very fashionable. Wearing your, your, your slip-on shoes? Well, that's because that's the only shoes I could get over my healing Oh, is that knee. what it is? Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, th- I thought I thought you were going to be in much, much worse I, shape. I, I thought you knew all right from the start that I was a fashionable guy. Where is this coming from? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> People are picking up on the Paul Raybone, black, black jazz yeah. musician thing, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I well, think you, you got something there, Gil. You yeah. hear him talk. And that Louisiana draw <laughs> yeah, really. is really... We're having biscuits and gravy after the show tonight. So. Yes. <laughs> we, uh, we haven't done a, a Twitter episode in a while. We like to to uh, let our fans hear their name on the show. We like to communicate with them. This is the modern-day equivalent of what would I guess would have been a viewer mail episode in the days when people letters. sent letters. We get letters. Letters, we get letters, <laughs> uh, like the old Letterman show. And- but we, we do it via Twitter. But first, I have a story about one of our previous podcast guests. Now, uh, Bill Macy. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, before, my my last story was that Bill Macy was at the screening, one of the screenings in L.A. Oh, yeah. For my documentary, Gilbert. And he started gasping for air, and he had to be rushed out, and we thought, Oh, well, that's it. He's gone. And so uh, we called, Darren and I called him the next day, and um, he said, you know, he was feeling fine. He wasn't in the hospital. And we said, well, can we stop by your house and bring you something? And he said, I'm not at the house. I'm at the casino. (laughs) He's indestructible. (laughs) And so... The latest story is uh, uh, Bill Macy, who's 80. He's going to be 96. He's going to be 96. Bill Macy, who's going to be 96. (laughs) Right in our demo. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> He's one of our younger guests. <laughs> uh, was rushed to the hospital with pneumonia. Now we think for sure. Yeah, when you told me that, I thought, uh Yeah, we think, uh, well, we'll just have to send the wife a bouquet. <laughs> and, and so we call him. He's home. He was in the hospital for a day. He's home. And all he wanted to talk about was that the nurse touched his dick. <laughs> <laughs> God bless that man. 96-year-old Bill Macy, very excited. (laughs) He he said that they they had they wanted him to pee. So they stood him up, helped him (laughs) and and they held the bedpan under and he This is also what takes place on every Gilbert Godfrey release. Yes. Amazing colossal <laughs> podcast recording, but that's neither here nor there. And, and Bill was going, and you know, I was, I, I felt funny, and all the, the people in the room, as I wasn't able to pee. So the nurse takes two fingers and puts them <laughs> around my dick and bends my dick, and I start peeing, and I was amazed. And I said, "How did you do that?" And she said, I'm I'm a fucking nurse. I do this. <laughs> I'm a fucking nurse? That was yes, her response? Yes, yes yeah. I'm a That's fucking nurse. Hashtag me too. There you go. That's funny. Oh, God. So, so Bill Macy, nothing will slow him down. Okay. <laughs> I just got a future flash, flash forward of, never mind. <laughs> When uh, Gilbert's 96. I don't want to go there. Like next month. Yes. Maybe. Well, so, and did you call Gino Conforti for his birthday? Uh, yes. Yeah, good. Yeah. yeah he's I a delightful guy. Gino. Does he, he's 86, but he sounds 40 on the phone. Yeah. Doesn't he sound loaded, vibrant and young? Loaded with energy. Full of laughs and energy. My God. I'm so glad we do this show and we get to talk to these people. Gino invited me to LA, said he'd take me to dinner. So maybe I have to go. Um, Take him up on that. So we have some tweets. Raybone is on his trusty <laughs> flashback, his Would way you back like machine. To play the harmonica. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to play us out at the end. Should so. I start with a, a tweet insulting Paul? Just because just it's on theme. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. This is from. Uh, <laughs> Why do you even have to? This is from Troy Moore. Troy Moore. And he says, ha ha, you credited Vito Scotty with The Godfather when you could have credited him. Credited him with Gilligan's Island. Was that some Rayburn research? <laughs> where, where does this guy live? All right. Uh, this I love. This is from. Oh well, you, you can look up where he lives. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is from Automatic Slim. I love these Twitter names. Uh, fantastic episode with Mark Evanier. Nothing makes me giddier. I said nothing than Gilbert doing Hervé Villachez, and they sent a cartoon. Of oh you, my God! Of Harvey Villachez with your face wow. on his body is disturbing. I'll send that to you. I'll send <laughs> that to Dara. I I I remember we were getting into that whole talk about, and no guess how, we ever had knew more about Harvey Villachez than Mark. He worked for them one day, and and Harvey <laughs> Villachez was was a real mean scumbag because he felt he didn't get everything. 
that Tom Selleck got. <laughs> he thought, aside from the Tom Selleck money, he should be getting the Tom Selleck, you know, I should get all of the pussy that Tom Selleck gets. <laughs> Tom Selleck gets billions of dollars and plenty of top pussy. I should get the damn selling pussy. <laughs> Did you see the Ricardo Montalban interview where he talks about how Hervé wanted everything that he got? Like if he got a bigger trailer. Oh no, we got to find that. Oh, it's great. I look when I was editing the episode, I was so fascinated. I looked it up, and he he wanted everything that everyone else had. Yeah, apparently Montalban's trailer and Selick's, uh <laughs> Perks. I want Mandoban trailer <laughs> and Tom Selleck's pussy. <laughs> that, is, that is art. Uh, bike Burr. I don't even know how to say this name. Bike, the word bike, and then B-R-H. Bike. He was a famous action hero. Bike Burr. <laughs> yeah. If you look at the end credits of a lot of Sam Raimi films, we discussed this. You will find people credited as fake shemps. Yes. Yes. This comes up. The whole fake Shemp thing. Uh, <laughs> we had that explained to us in detail by Three Stooges expert Eddie Deason. And I forget if it, show. I think it's Joe Palmer. I think it's Joe Palmer. Yeah, yeah, who is the fake Shemp? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm, uh, Gary, a code name Gary7 says, I'm not sure I'm the. Uh, I'm not the only one who's pointed this out, but Mark Evanier is the Zelig, or the maybe more appropriately, the Forrest Gump of the entertainment world. He's the lives he's led and the people he's met. That guy has a story about everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't that a fun show? Oh, it was. Um, this is from William Lanham. I sent him your autographed Superboy. Oh. For those of us, uh, for those of the fans that didn't know that Gilbert wrote an, uh, a, a Superboy comic. Yeah. Back in when? In the 90s? Uh, yeah. Right. A while we autographed ago. Maybe it. even the 80s. Was it the 80s? We autographed it and uh, sent it to you. were playing. Uh, oh, it was uh, It was the knickknack. Knickknack. It was a knickknack. Uh, we autographed it and sent it to William Lanham. Uh, but, but, but let's see what we have here. Uh, Dave Mackey says, I loved the Howard Morris story at uh, Hanna-Barbera where he told Joe Barbera to go fuck himself. <laughs> and Joe Barbera said, I took your advice. <laughs> uh, Sam the Sens fan, I assume senators. Uh, Frank, I am ashamed to say I've never seen a Marx Brothers film. If I could, Shame on you. Wow. If I can only watch one, which one should it be? Oh, Duck Soup. I was going to say Night in Casablanca. But yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, monkey or monkey or business go west. You go west for sure. <laughs> so go west. Whatever you do. You know what? I, have you guys seen, I'm sure you have, A Night at the Opera. I've never seen that one. Is that a good one or not so much? You listen to this show? Yeah. <laughs> and we... Go see the big store. <laughs> Don't see the yeah, big right. store. How about the story of mankind? The three yeah, of them are oh, in that. Oh, yes. They're, and not together. But there are three of them are in it, not they together. They had all three Marx Brothers, but in separate scenes. Yeah, okay. yeah. Crazy. Uh, bad idea. We will return to Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal podcast after this. And now back to the show. Uh, H.C. Marx writes, hearing this story by Evan Neer made me laugh so hard I almost crashed my car. I don't know what story that was. Uh, hope he makes at least two more appearances. So a lot of people loved uh, the, the, the things people send us. This guy, Ken S., sent a picture of, Al, of Alan, Law, Alan Ladd's wallpaper, and it was chicken patterned. 
You seen these? <laughs> are you on the Twitter account, Paul? Because yeah. a lot of people are. Because uh, according, and I believe it. Yes. According to Ronnie, Ronnie Shell, Alan Ladd, uh, a great um, leading man. Yes, short leading man. Yeah, yeah, short <laughs> leading man, very handsome. And what he was into was he'd gather women around him and he'd stand naked in the middle holding a chicken and the women would start twirling around singing, you simply got to fuck that chicken. <laughs> you sound it's, a little like Francis Bavier. <laughs> it's romantic. It is yeah, romantic. It's like a mixture of Francis Bavier and Margaret Dumont. Yes, I give you, I give you credit because we've had these long-standing stories on the show, like the chicken, like the oranges and Caesar. Yes, all this stuff. But some people have said that your Jim Neighbor story from the set of yes. uh, of of Vessel Whorehouse may be giving those old stories a run for their money, and that's quite a compliment. Ah, uh, yes, that and, we should add a new classic yeah. story. And if you miss that. Uh, what it was. You don't have to go through that. That'll use up the whole show. Uh, a couple of people also liked your George Burns story that you that you that you shocked and upset Phil Rosenthal with. <laughs> Ken S. Ken S. Ken Shack. You're going to fuck Dolly Parton and then fuck me up the ass. <laughs> it is beautiful. It is. Oh, who I'm says this show is not a tribute to old show business? <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. Ken S. says uh, he sent a picture of Doc Severinsen, who is 90. Look at this. This is Doc Severinsen. Wow. Doc Severinsen's still with us. Uh, yes. And playing at 90, he is playing the trumpet here at uh, Santa Anita Racetrack. How about that? Well, he would be funny. Yeah. Ken, Ken S. sent that. Let's wait a while and find him on the show. <laughs> they, uh, Dane Girard or Dane Giroux says, God bless all of you and your George Burns stories. Yes, all of them. Yeah. So <laughs> Phil told a beautiful, sweet George Burns story, and Gilbert told one that was not so. Less, less sweet. Beautiful and, <laughs> yeah. and, and sweet. Uh, Eric Eric Ryan says, the Phil Rosenthal is so smart and, and enthusiastic about what's good about Hollywood and his Matthau story as a classic. What an outsized and talented character. So, yeah, so people like the Mark Evanier episode, which is gratifying to us. Every now and then we just do an episode with somebody who's just got, you know, someone yeah. younger, someone yeah. under 70, as <laughs> Phil is. Phil's my age. And Mark, uh, who's not an old man, to come on and just tell just tell stories yeah. and anecdotes, you know. It's it's a it's a fun little kind of something different that we do. And and Greg uh, Greg um Phil told that wonderful Jerry Lewis story. Oh yes. About when they wrote the movie for Alan Arkin and they wound up with a meeting with Jerry and Jerry said I see this I see this for Jerry 3. <laughs> <laughs> um what else do we have here? Uh holy smokes Gilbert, did you know that James Mason did commercials for Thunderbird wine? No. Thunderbird wine. And he sent uh, a YouTube link, which we will, we will, uh, I will send to you. This is just strange. You know, the Photoshop stuff. Oh, yeah. That people send. And somebody Photoshopped your head on Ken Norton's body from the movie I, oh, Mandingo. I saw that. I saw that. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, 
Two, two, two. I can cut out the. Uh, I can cut out all the vamping. Uh, Cynthia Dagnall. These names are hard to pronounce. Danielle Myron. It's hyphenated. Danielle Myron. Please pitch the movie night series you introduced in this podcast, uh, Phil, so that we can see what a magical life you lead. He invited us. Oh. He invited us to his pizza night. Yes. Phil Rosenthal, yes. where he had Peter O'Toole come, and all of these wonderful people come to the house. Paul, you were listening to that episode, weren't you? Mm-hmm. I think Paul nodded off <laughs> about four minutes ago. How can I, uh, you, how can you no, tell? I, <laughs> I did. No, I got a treat for you here. Go ahead. I just I just called up the uh, James Mason Thunderbird wine. Uh huh. And the title of the commercial is Thunderbird wine has an unusual flavor. How about that? Is that good? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gilbert, you could you could do those. You could call Thunderbird I, wine. Oh, and James Mason's <laughs> gone. You could take the gig. <laughs> Your James Mason impression. <laughs> this is very interesting. This was sent to us by Rick Dennis, who writes a lot to us. In oh, case- Dennis. Oh, Dennis. In case you guys are wondering about his health, Gene Hackman is fine and riding an e-bike. There's Gene Hackman. Oh. Renting a bicycle at 88. Jeez. How about that? Or buying a bicycle. How about that? On the on a bicycling website. Gene Hackman looking good. We'd heard the worst about Gene Hackman. But he but, he does think he's Martha Washington. Really? So that's, <laughs> the, that's the only thing wrong. I just saw the, the I would turn in the dial the other day, and uh, what's the one with Will Smith? Enemy of the State. Enemy of the State. Yeah. Great movie. Great yeah. movie. Yeah. Well, he I don't think he made any really many bad movies. Gene Hackman. A yeah. couple toward the end. Maybe welcome to Mooseport. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, not to. Here's time for a little math. Out love. This is from Mikey Anastasio, and he sent a picture of Walter playing the piano in the nude. Oh, jeez. Have you seen this picture before? Oh. I think that's from Pete and Tilly, the movie he oh, made okay. with, with Carol Burnett. <laughs> um, I'm jumping around here trying to find some good ones. Uh, I Some of these I don't even understand. Um, we love Phil Rosenthal. The guy backed up a Brinks truck and unloaded half a ton of priceless gems and Hollywood gold, says Joe Kokotet. Coca Katana, and he can get dinner with his parents. And he invited you to a film screening at his home. About that, we've got to go. Yeah, yeah. He, oh, somebody else wrote that he was one of the few guests whose parents were still living. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ray Gustini writes TCM is doing a late night Capra uh, marathon. I know that you uh, you guys love uh, uh, Capra. A hole in the head, I have to say, is pretty bad. That's the one with Edward G. Robinson. Oh, and Frank Sinatra. And Sinatra, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, I, th- I thought Robinson was funny in that. You did? Yeah. Oh, it's pretty bad. The mo- maybe Robinson's good, but the yeah. movie's pretty bad. Oh. Uh, yeah. The the song High Hopes came from that movie. Oh wow. Which John F. Kennedy, I believe, uses his campaign song. Did right? you know that, Ray Bone? I did Bone? not know that. I did not know Here, that. This guy, I love this Twitter name. His name is Two Thirds of My Face Is a Cat. Because his avatar is his cat covering his face. <laughs> People put a lot of thought into these. If I had known as a kid in the 80s that George Burns had an open door policy, I would have bugged my parents for a one-way ticket to Hollywood until they were glad to get rid of me. Phil's story, yes. about again, about George Burns just going into... Yeah, you uh, could just walk into his office. Mm-hmm. Now, Ravi K. Ravi K. Bhatia, this is about the swimmer, Gil. Ah, and did you know this? He said there was an SNL bit called The Man Who Loves Swimming. And it was a Burt Reynolds, John Cheever combo mashup. Funny to know more than 37 people on Earth. <laughs> you being oh, one of them. Wow. I assume. 
Did you know about that? No. Stephen Manhattan writes, uh, I'm watching uh, my comfort movie. We did an episode about comfort movies way back. Yes. We talked about Hello Down There. The sub, oh, the submarine Richard, movie. Richard, Richard Dreyfus. Richard Dreyfus and Ken Berry. And, and he sings the love song to the goldfish. Little goldfish. He says, my comfort movie is who is killing the great chefs of Europe. Oh, Jacqueline Bissett, uh, George Siegel, and, Robert, and Robin Morley. Morley. Very yeah. good. What more do you need? And look at Gilbert ripping out the cast. <laughs> Just like that. Um, Chris Kilgore wants you to know that Gilbert's riffing lewd acts for diseases on the Norm Macdonald podcast is a top 10 comedy moment of the internet age. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I assume that was an offshoot of the Catherine Zeta-Jones bit? Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, Eric Connor, who recently provided a Producer of the Month episode, uh, Gilbert or Dara, someone retweeted me. Does this mean they know I exist in the universe? If so, after even after a wife and two kids, it is finally a life worth living. By the way, my <laughs> six-year-old recently did a Gilbert impersonation unprompted. The word proud doesn't cover it. <laughs> I could take that a couple of ways. How about that? Here's somebody you can look up, Paul. Uh, Stanley Myron Handelman. Do you remember wow. him, Gilbert? Oh, absolutely. Michael Gelman wants to know, uh, says, I actually ran into Stanley Myron Handelman. He stepped into an elevator in the apartment building that I lived in in Riverdale in the Bronx. We smiled at each other. No words were exchanged. He was really an original. Did you know him uh, personally? I, a funny I, comic who was on a lot I, in the 60s. I've seen, I think I saw him a handful of times on stage. Where he'd stop into like I don't know like catch or the improv, very funny. Yeah, he was a Brooklyn guy. Brooklyn guy. Yeah, yeah, he passed away. Two thousand six. His daughter is a comic named Stephanie Wilder, and she's funny too. Yeah. Anything else on Stanley Myron Handelman? I'm just trying to work oh. you into the show, Paul. <laughs> Merv Griffin. Because I see your eyes get your eyelids getting heavy. <laughs> I remember it's the- he used to wear that newsboy. Yes. 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 <laughs> he was sort of a what a kind of a schmendrick. Yeah. Character. Yeah. Yeah, almost like a poor man's Woody Allen. Yeah. A little bit. He was like <laughs> tall, skinny, hunched over, yeah. and then way of talking. Yeah. Here's one. Are you ready for one quip from him? Yeah. I just got up from a sick bed. I don't know what's wrong with it. It just lies there. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember a comic named Billy Braver? Did you ever work with yeah. him? I worked with him in L.A. Yeah. He was another one of those guys. Oh, yes. Short in stature, kind of schmendricky. I I, <laughs> I remember Stanley Myron Handelman had a joke. He goes, uh, you know, one time I was in a restaurant and Fred Astaire was sitting at a table a few feet from me and they they brought his bill and and he he didn't have his wallet, and he said, "Could you lend me some money? I'll pay you back." And I gave him some money, and he said, "I'll I'll pay you back." And then then years went by, and I saw Fred Astaire, and I said, uh, "You know, Fred, you never paid me back the money I lent you." And he gave me a whole song and dance. 
<laughs> oh. oh, God. As corny as that was, it was worth the wait. That's funny. He was a funny guy. Okay, I will urge our fans to find and look up Stanley Myron Handelman. Yeah, very funny. H-A-N-D-E-L-M-A-N, who was, who was left us but was a funny guy. Uh, Marshall Armentor. Marshall Armentor. I'm ashamed to say this, and others have told you, but Showtime had those aerobic interstitial uh, segments yes. that you were talking about, that we were talking about with Phil. I was too young to know what they were. Yeah, and and uh, after I looked them up, uh, and yeah, it was it was basically like porn. Yeah, like aerobic porn. Yeah. Oh, these, leotard porn. Yeah, these yeah. girls <laughs> would be in like their little spandex outfits, all doing like their... Deep knee bends and whatnot. <laughs> we thought it was HBO. I guess yeah, it, I guess that, it was, that's I guess what it was, I thought. I guess it was early Showtime. There's plenty of them on uh, YouTube for anybody who wants to. Pursue yeah, this yeah, here. they're still around. Yeah. Three oranges. Three oranges. Writes uh, Frank. I almost wrecked my car this morning when I heard Gilbert follow up Paul's <laughs> Paul's Phil's sweet heartwarming George Burns story with his um, other George Burns story. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. Um, this is the person who photoshopped your head on the Mandingo. Oh, yes. <laughs> a picture of you from SNL with a Jufro <laughs> from, I don't know what year that is. Oh, it's the devil. The devil is his Twitter handle. Uh, tweet of serpent. I had to do a bit of digging, but I found Gilbert auditioning for Mandingo. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. What else? What else? What else? Uh, James Steber, I always love Mathau in A New Leaf with Elaine May and, of course, the late Doris Roberts. So there's a whole a, yeah. another connection to Phil. Uh, let's see. Uh, Slappy J. Slappy J says, have you guys ever thought of getting Eddie Deason on the show? Oh, Was boy, this week oh, soon boy. enough for you? <laughs> yes, we are, we are here to make your dreams come true. <laughs> Our friend uh, John Fodiatis at Empty City Square says, I think I once shared a cubicle <laughs> sitting between Jerry 1 and Jerry 3. <laughs> hey, can we plug John's new producer of the month Let's theme? do that. It's really great. Isn't it good? That's really yeah. solid. We're going to have to open a ne the next producer of the month episode with it. Yeah. Yes, John Fodiatis, uh, a man of many talents. Uh, and he does, he's an architect. He's a fan of this show, but he also composes theme songs. It's it's uh, it's his listener mail theme song that you hear at the end of, uh, that you'll hear at the end of this at one. At the end of this one, a yeah. Ab absolutely. Uh, thanks for that, Frankie. And if you go to Patreon, you can you can hear that theme whenever you want. Yes, you can. Stephen Manhattan. Uh, I'll just take us through a couple of last ones because I think Rayburn uh, ordered out. <laughs> Stephen Manhattan says, uh, I'm still catching up but listening to Tony Orlando curse at Gilbert when he couldn't find the right key. <laughs> Maybe the best thing ever. That doesn't sound possible. Doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't sound possible. No, I, I think that was a little musical instruction. Yeah. Was going on there. Um, we'll end with this. Uh, Trinity. These names. Boy, oh boy. Trinity Vidiori. Vidori. Vidori. <laughs> how do you? How would you pronounce V I D A U R R I? Vidori? Vidori. Vidori? Vidori? It's pronounced Vidori. Worcester. Vidori. <laughs> I'm thankful we live in an era where a Robert Mitchum series and a Peter O'Toole series would probably get made on all the platforms we have now. Oh, yeah. Because that's interesting. Because now with Hulu and Netflix and yes. Amazon and all of these things, you might see 
Phil had Phil was trying to you know set yeah. those shows up and yeah. uh, especially in the O'Toole case. I mean, the Mitchum thing got on the air, yeah. but uh, was not very good. Uh, okay, I lied. I'm going to find one last one. Uh, that's a picture of Gilbert. Rick Dennis again. Uh, three more names for you guys for your never-ending list. You know, because we love it when people pitch <laughs> yeah. us uh, the names of people to book. Dwayne Hickman. Oh. Dobie Gillis. Yeah. Still Dobie around. Gillis. Wow. Uh, John Davidson. We have asked John Davidson yeah. to do the show on numerous occasions. Dara he, knows he, him. He still works and he's busy, but. Yeah. Let me not be the person to point out that he did Mark Malkoff's podcast. Oh, gee. But turned us down. Dara, what is that about? John Davidson. Uh, can we repeat the question, please? John Davidson, Dara. We're getting requests. He will not do the show. He said, let me just be a fan. Which, he's intimidated, I'm, I'm told. He's intimidated. We're told he's intimidated. Huh. By, by the length of By Gilbert's Paul, penis. I think. Yeah. <laughs> by Gilbert's manhood. Yeah. <laughs> well, wait a minute. What was the link there exactly? He'd like, huh? He'd like <laughs> to help Gilbert the way the nurse helped Bill Macy. <laughs> and Hashtag me too. Me too. The last person being pitched by Rick Dennis is Dennis Franz. From NYPD oh, Blue. Wow. How about that? What do we think of Dennis Franz? I, I mean, we like him, but I think he's one of those that just somewhere along the way said, eh, I got enough money. Exactly. I'm just going to play golf and take it easy. Exactly. We'll do it, but he has to be able to show his ass at is least that, once. Is that yes. true? Is that a fact? <laughs> <I realize that. laughs> Somebody pitched me today. Was it you, Frank, that pitched uh, Burt Young? Yes. Did you have Burt Young in here? No, uh, 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 an old girlfriend's father had a birthday. It was a picture with him and Burt Young. And I said, well, if they know him, I can reach out. What do you think of Burt Young for the yeah, show? Oh, that would be good. He did a lot of stuff. Yeah, Rocky. There's decent people trying to sleep. Hope of Greenwich Village. He doesn't look like a chatty Cathy to me. He doesn't no, look like the no. kind of guy that's going to come in here and have a party. <laughs> but, we'll, but we'll try. We'll try. And we do appreciate all guest requests, don't we, Ray Bone? We do. Shall I play uh, a few choruses on the on my bone? Go for it. <laughs> you play the Jews harp. I, this is where we cut to a sine wave. We love to hear from you. We love the tweets. We love the mail. Uh, we hope you guys love hearing your name on the show. Send in requests. Send in uh, ideas. We we uh, we were only joking when we say that we don't want your guest requests. <laughs> Uh, I want to hear them, even though Gilbert has contempt. <laughs> this is Gilbert's standard response when I call him and I say, hey, how about this person? That might be good. <laughs> <laughs> it's how he feigns enthusiasm. You, the, the way you, he humors me. The way you two work together, yeah, it's, it's, like, beautiful. it's like one person. I know. You know? Yeah. yeah, It's magic. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's seamless. <laughs> I get a list of names. I'm excited. I say to my wife, he's going to get so excited by these names. I call him up. Gilbert, Richard Donner. Richard Donner's going to do the show. Oh, yeah. that might be good. Adolf Eichmann. <laughs> oh, that might be good. He passed. <laughs> he passed. I think I got Rudolf Hess. <laughs> Shall we? Okay. Can you tell we're sleepy and punchy tonight? Yes. This has been Gilbert and Frank's amazing colossal obsessions and Paul, old black blind Paul Raybone will play us out with one of his harmonica. 
<laughs> you know, I'm tempted to go out on a Paul Raybone harmonica. We have to oh, play. I'll find something. No, we yeah. have to play John's. Uh, we have to play John's uh, listener mail theme. But thank <laughs> you, Paul. Harmonica on top. Of thank it. you, Paul Raybone. Thank you, Frank Verderosa. <laughs> thank you, Dara. I'm not thanking you. <laughs> See you next time. That sounds good. Yeah, we'll answer your question.